This is Witches, Bitches, and Dead People with Intuitive Oracle, Jamie Hearn. Jamie stirs the cauldron with witches, shamans, healers, psychics, and mediums who bravely share their power and give you insight into what conversations with dead people really look like. It's probably not what you think. Sometimes hilarious, sometimes macabre, and always informative. Welcome to Witches, Bitches, and Dead People. I'm Jamie Hearn, and today I'm going to be speaking with Robin Eaton about modern-day shamanism, living the life you were meant for, and so much more. Robin is a spiritual teacher, shaman, and coach, and a soul sister of mine. She was initiated into the Caro traditions and lineage, which we'll definitely dig into that also. Robin is on a mission to connect every woman with their voice and freedom of her soul. I will attach her impressive credentials in the show notes so you can read all about Robin. Welcome to Witches, Bitches, and Dead People, Robin. (laughs) Thanks for having me. It's such an appropriate title for the two of us. I just love it. (laughs) Totally, right? (laughs) Anyone who's met us already knows. I like to start each show with a card pull. So today I pulled out one of my favorite decks. Where's the lid to this box? It's the Path of the Soul, which I thought was perfectly appropriate, by Cheryl Lee Harnish. So it's a really pretty deck. But that is pretty. I'm not familiar with that one. Yeah, it's like it's all unique fractal art. We got the nature card, and it's kind of difficult. Of course, we did, right? (laughs) And wait until you hear the description. I was like, "Huh, if this isn't aligned, I don't know what is." So it's time to return to nature. Walk quietly by the ocean. I was like, "Oh my god, this is so Robin." (laughs) Uh, That that will bring you back on track. What does nature and the resonance of this card mean for you? I mean, does that does anything come up when you see that and hear that nature's where you find your truth? Well, it makes me laugh the walk by the ocean because anybody like anytime Jamie and I go anywhere, anywhere near the ocean, I insist. I'm like the little kid insisting that we go to the ocean. We go like even if it's just for a few minutes, I'm like, I have to go be with the ocean. <laughs> Yeah. Nature is so perfect because nature is our greatest teacher and nature is our home and nature revives us, right? Nature provides it's, it's, and here's the thing that I think most people forget is they, we, most people see themselves separate from nature, but we are a part of nature. We are included in that when we exhale the plants inhale and when the plants exhale we inhale it's a it's a beautiful exchange that happens constantly I love the idea of that flow between all the elements of nature that's that's a beautiful depiction of our role in the overall system of nature we're family (laughs) (laughs) 
So, Robin, I would love to start our conversation with a little bit of history about you. Where did your spiritual journey begin? Many, many lifetimes ago. I I, I kind of want to go into star time, (laughs) Star Wars, right? A long, long time ago and have like the credits rolling out. (laughs) You know, um, I would say in this lifetime, I was first aware of it as a little kid because I had, I had visitors. Like I had, there was a spirit that came to visit every night and would knock on the window until my sisters and I would pull the curtains back and um, every night. And I would have dreams of things that were about to happen. Um, You know, one night I'm dreaming and I dreamt that in my dream, the whole family, we go to this park and there's this huge rocket slide and my favorite cousin Marky is there. And, you know, and then we get into the, you know, we're at the, we're at the park and my sisters are on the swings. And all of a sudden my sister starts screaming and her leg looks all twisted and funny. And then I wake up and I'm panicked, right? I'm a little kid when this, when this happened, I think I was like seven or eight years old. I mean, I was a little kid and I, wake up in a panic. I look across the bedroom. There's my sister, my baby sister. She's over in her crib, right? Like she's, I don't know. She was like three. And so I'm like, Oh, okay. Well then we get up that morning and mom and dad pack us into the station wagon and we go to this park and there's this big rocket slide. And my favorite cousin Marky is there. And you can imagine and you're like, later no, we're on the swings. My sister starts screaming. She broke her, she got her foot caught under a tree root and she broke her leg. <gasps> and me, as a little kid, I'm like, I'm trying to convince everybody, no, it's broken and they're not listening to me. And now I'm thinking I'm responsible because I dreamt right. it. Yeah. And how often does that happen with kids? Because they're looking at it through a different set of eyes than we as adults are. And when you try to tell your parents or or whomever, they're like, oh, stop, stop being foolish. But yeah, stop making up stories that no, it's fine, you know, and no, it's not. (laughs) Well, I have to admit, I'm really, really happy that I'm not the only one who grew up with other people around that nobody else could see. Right. (laughs) So thanks for validating my entire childhood. (laughs) Happy to help. (laughs) Um, So, I mean, it is a lifetime journey. And that story definitely reinforces that. What's one of the weirdest experiences you've had with spirit? <laughs> there are so many. <laughs> right. How do you pick one? Um, but I, let's tell one that I think the people listening will have fun with because it involves you. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so um, I was in, so I'm sleeping. And if you, anybody who knows me knows like not to mess with my sleep. <laughs> I'm not, I get really grumpy. True. That's where the, the, the bitches part of this title probably comes in. Like, don't wake me up. <laughs> I need my sleep. <laughs> so I'm sound asleep. And I don't know, I wake up. It's like, like three o'clock in the morning. 
And there's this man like standing by my bed and he's like got all this intense energy that he's directing at me and is he's very tall and he's like dressed like like oh, like a farmer, very conservative. And he's just like he's so intense. And I'm just I, here's let me tell you, this is how I woke up. I woke up and I was like, ah, just turn it down. I'm fucking sleeping. Like, stop. You can come back in the morning. Like, I'm aware of you. Go away. Turn it down. It's too much. <laughs> and I could just picture him perfectly. And, and he kind of, and, and it just quietly, like the energy dimmed down and I knew he didn't leave, but it was like, okay, now I can sleep again. So the next morning I wake up and I'm kind of wondering like, why did, you know, and he's faded off now. I'm wondering like, you know, what was the deal here? Well, it turns out I'm in a conference and Jamie's in the conference and we paired off to do an exercise together. And it was her, it was your grandfather or your great grandfather? I think it was my grandfather. It was your grandfather who, yeah. So it was Jamie's grandfather who had showed up because he really wanted to be present and had messages for her during our session where we got together the next day, but it was like the way he showed up. I was just like, Oh my God, turn it down. I'm trying to sleep. (laughs) So both of my grandfathers are in spirit and uh, he was more quiet in life, but he was a dick too. So whatever, but (laughs) (laughs) So I I understand how he showed up. But my other grandfather showed up at a medium gallery that I was doing to someone in the audience and started telling them dirty jokes. (laughs) That's perfect. The girl raises her hand. She's like, um, there's someone here telling me dirty jokes. (laughs) I was like, sorry, grandpa, come over here. Like. My family, I, if I go to a media, a gallery reading like that, um, I'm often asked to leave because my family will show up and take over. And they're like, look, you got to step outside the room and give somebody else a chance here. And I'm like, guys, come on. (laughs) It's not fair. Just down a notch. Right. (laughs) Well, Robin, I really want to dig into the magic you're making in this world. And I'll never forget the first night I met you, or that week at least. And I was like, dude, your guides are like screaming about a shamanic journey. And you basically bored holes in my head with your stare. Like, how do you know that? (laughs) Because it's just how it is. Like, if you're not willing to accept the message it comes in a different way like, yeah yeah I think my stare and my my remarks might have been something more along the line of um fuck you I'm not no <laughs> like like stop it stop <laughs> I'm not, no <laughs> yeah I think you're 100% accurate with that <laughs> Yeah, I truly am the uh, the definition of like the the reluctant psychic, the reluctant medium, the reluctant shaman. Like I'm always like the the you know I keep thinking like I'm gonna stop fighting someday and just just surrender into everything that comes. And yeah, I don't know that I found that day yet. <laughs> 
But the role of shaman really suits you. And it highlights all of your gifts and your mastery of connection. So I want to talk more about that. Um, Give us some background on how you ended up going down the route of being um, initiated into the Caro and your experience in Peru and all the good stuff. (laughs) So I kept getting these messages, these nudges, the, the internal messages and the external messages from Jamie and others like shamanism, shamanism, shamanism. I'm like, fine, let me explore it. Right. Because I've always been connected to, to nature and all of these things. And, and honestly, it did feel pretty natural. And, and there was a part of me that was like, like, why do I need to go study? Like, that's just who I am. Like, you know, there was a piece of me that kind of recognized that part of myself. And then there was that part of me that was like, well, maybe you should go get some foundation in it. Right. So honestly, I started looking around and I found somebody here local in Iowa that I thought, well, they're offering classes and teaching and let me go try to let me go see. The first time I tried to connect, I can't remember there. It was like disaster after disaster. It just didn't happen. The second time I like forced my way into being there and then it didn't feel right. But I was like, well, let me give it one more chance, right? Because this is here and it's local and I keep getting these messages that I'm supposed to do like shamanism. Mm -hmm. And so I, and the class was a couple hours out of town. So I head out to the class and I keep hitting like ice patches on the road, except it's not icy, right? So my car suddenly is like sliding off the road and it happens, it happened twice and it was, uh, like enough to like spook me. And so I was, you know, I'm driving down the road and I'm having a little conversation with my guides and I'm like, all right, look, if it happens a third time, then I know it's a clean message from you. And before I could even finish the like thought, my car starts swerving off the road. I'm like, okay, I'll turn around. (laughs) Like, this is not my path. And um, I like two years before that, I had met a shaman at a conference, at a cryon conference she was do she did a despacho ceremony and I wasn't going to stay for it like it was the last night it was an extra I had to get up early the next day but I was like okay well let me just check it out right and I can always leave so I went and it was amazing it was so beautiful and incredibly powerful and the prayers that we all put into that ceremony and then the results that showed up in my life, like within, within the next two weeks, people coming into my life, money coming into my life. I was blown away. It was one of the most beautiful experiences I've ever had. And when I met her, I thought, you know, someday I think our paths will cross again, but it's not now. And I had signed up for her email list, but I cleaned her off my email list sometime before I'd gone through and like purged a bunch of like, no, I'm no longer interested. And I get an email from her about this trip to Peru. And I'm like, ooh, well, that sounds kind of cool, right? And I'd had this like knowing, like you're going to be at Machu Picchu in in the fall. Like you're going to be there. November, you're going to be at Machu Picchu. 
And I'm like, and I kept laughing it off. Like, I don't know how that's going to happen. Like, I don't have the money for it. I'm terrified of international travel. <laughs> like, like I had all these things, like, like, I don't I, like going to a country where I don't speak the language and I don't know how to get around and all, like all this stuff around it. But there was just like, I just kept getting this, like, no, you're going to be there. So, you know, like my guides were trying to get me to accept, like, this is your, this, this is important. Yeah. I totally remember that. Cause they were telling me the same thing. And you're like, fall of which year. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, no, this no, one. you're wrong. <laughs> and so I, you know, and I, but every time I went to like, well, maybe this is it. It was like, I'd also get this, like, no, wait, you're not ready. No, wait, no, wait. And I'm like, well, am I going or not? Right? <laughs> like, kind of like, I got this push pull thing going on. Well, I went to um, two weeks of back-to-back, like personal work, personal work conferences. And in, there was a, like three days into the second week, I get this. Okay. Now, like now you're ready to go. And I'm like, like now, now (laughs) the plane's leaving in like eight days. (laughs) Right. So I get home and I, I reach out to Michelle, the shaman, And I'm like, Hey, I would like to go on your trip to Peru. She's like, great. You know, let's get you all set up for next year. And I'm like, no, I need to go on this one. And she's like, no, I'm making all of the arrangements in the morning. I like, this is not possible. And I'm like, you mean it's not possible because you can't add another person or it's not possible because it just doesn't like, like, no, I need to go on this one. And I, (laughs) And this is so not like me. Like I would like, I just, I, I feel like I bullied this woman into taking me on the, like, I would not accept no for an answer. I was like, well, what do you need from me in order to make this happen? And she's like, well, I need this. And then, you know, I, you need to get your plane ticket tonight and you need this and you need, and I'm like, done. I'll have, what time do you need it in the morning? Like, I'll have it for you. And so she relented and was like, well, okay. If you can get me all that stuff, you can come on the trip. And so I did. And like, I literally spent every penny I had to go on this trip to Peru for a month and travel around with the shamans. And we went from, and like, I had like, it was that seriously, we left in a couple of weeks. Like we, 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 it was, I didn't leave myself much prep time. <laughs> and we traveled around Peru from sacred site to sacred site, doing ceremonies and receiving initiations. And it truly changed my life. I mean, it, it taught me, I learned so many things about surrendering and connection and just this deep soul settling. I think we're going to have to do a whole episode on the traveling poncho. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yes. The traveling poncho. It would take like the, Yeah. That's a whole nother story. <laughs> My traveling poncho that came to me in Peru. Yeah. Yeah. So we are definitely going to have to do a, a second installment of Robin's experiences in Peru. Like, yeah. Um, th- your that was just really the the beginning of your journey in this incarnation and I know your journey 
surpasses time and space. So there's really not a quantifiable container that it fits in. But one thing that I'm fascinated with in your etymology of your shamanism and your experience in Peru and all of the fun little tidbits that you share with us are the stone people. Can you tell us more about them? Yes. So I work a lot with the stone people and the stone people are the stones, the rocks, the, 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 the guardians of the earth. They're the first people of the earth, right? So they've been here longer than any of us. They've seen everything. So they have this perspective through time and space that we can't even fathom, right? They can see patterns and evolutions that that we can't even begin to comprehend. And they love to talk. They love to share. And so the stone people started talking to me and um, I have a set of stones that I work with um, to do destiny readings for, for people and to, to, and it's more than just a reading. So the stone people talk to me about someone's life and, and lay out their life and the pattern that they're, the path that they're currently walking. But then the stone people work to realign that path and move obstacles out of the way and bring gifts up to the surface. And they just have so much to say when you, when you slow down and listen. So that ties pretty nicely in with the card that we pulled, huh? (laughs) Perfectly right. Nature. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So they're really just one facet in this whole cast of, energies and personalities really in the the shamanic traditions who's your favorite are you allowed to pick a favorite or is that like picking a favorite kid (laughs) I think it's kind of like picking a favorite kid okay who are Um, you working with then presently but, but what I'll tell you is right now it's the stone people who I really have the relationship with And that's, that's the key. That's the, that's the, that's what it is. It's a relationship. So I speak to them and I ask them and, and this, this set of 13 stones that I work with routinely, they volunteered, you know, they, they, I asked like, who wants to be a part of this? And, and they tell me that they do. And they they tell me, no, that's not what I want to do. And I even, um, I was out at a psychic fair doing um, doing these uh, stone destiny um, readings, and in the middle of the day, one of my stones disappeared. Now, I, the stones are all kept together in a little bag, and and when they're not being used, they they like sleep in their little bag, and when they are, they're they're uh, they're on this big wooden tray. So it's not like they can just. It's not like I lose them, right? Like there's 13 and they're right there. And I went to do the next reading and one of my stones was missing. And my first thought was like, who would take one of my stones? How rude. (laughs) So wait, you have a traveling stone to go with your traveling poncho? my traveling poncho. So I was, so then I like, I'm like, okay, um, 
like, where did you go? Like, I just kind of, like, I asked the stones, I'm like, you know, one of you is missing what's going on. And it was the shadow stone. And the shadow Mm -hmm. stone was just like, look, everybody is working with their shadow so much. And I am tired. I need a break. I need a replacement. You need to like, give me some time off. And I was like, okay. And it happened that I, my intuition had led me to bring an extra stone with me. And so I got that one agreed to step in as the shadow stone. Uh, And it was just, I was like, well, okay, then you need a break. Like you can take a break. (laughs) And isn't it amazing when you listen to that intuition, how it all falls into place without you doing anything? Yeah, completely. (laughs) Like, you know, in that morning, I'm like, I don't need extra stones. I have my 13 stones. Why do you want to come along? And I just get like, just bring me along. Like, you know, like, yeah. like, I can't tell you, but I think, you know, like, it's just that, like, just, just do it. And so, yeah. Right. Stop questioning. Just roll with it. Just roll with it. I really love, like, we started talking about the ocean. And so mm-hmm. I love working with ocean stones. I mean, the ocean stones have made their way to the ocean and they've spent so much time in the, with the ocean and absorbing the energies of the waters and the earth. And they have, they have so much to bring to us. They're so very calming. If anybody is in need of like um, soul restoration, an ocean stone will bring you that energy. That's amazing. I can feel that idea of the, like the calm, soothing peace. Yeah, they have, they are, they are incredible. And even like, if you have trouble sleeping, bringing in ocean or river stones and, and bringing those into your bedroom or even under your bed will help bring that, that energy, that flow that allows you to flow in the ocean of your dreams. Right. I love that. That's magic right there. Yeah. So I know that we touched a little bit on the destiny readings. Um, you have various offerings that are all magical. And I've had the pleasure of participating in some of your shamanic ceremonies, which if you ever have the opportunity, I highly recommend. Um, at the You know, the chant at the fire ceremony. Mm. I love that. Like, I, I love it so much. I find myself chanting it when I'm in meditation. <laughs> it's a water song. So it brings that flow. It, it's that makes that would make total sense to bring that that in because when we have fire ceremony, we bring in the balancing energy of the water through the mm-hmm. through the song. So where can people find you if they want to learn more and connect with you? The easiest place is to go to my website, which is soultouchedbyrobin.com. That's the quickest route. And through there, you can send me an email. You can find um, the upcoming uh, classes that I'm offering, the ceremonies. Uh, And I do a lot of it online. So you don't have to be in the same physical space. I don't think you've actually been with me like you, we've done despacho ceremony, but virtually not, not in the, in the same. Room. We did one in Sedona. Didn't oh, we? that's right. We did. Yeah. yeah. I forgot about that. But we have done them on zoom too. So that's a really cool option. 
Yeah. So um, that's probably the easiest way to find me. Awesome. Um, I know you have a free gift for our listeners today. And just so you all know, all of this information is in the show notes. So make sure you click on the link and check out Robin's page. But Robin, tell us a little bit about your free gift. So the free gift is a little mini soul tune-up. Like who doesn't need a tune-up, right? You right? tune up the bar, you tune up your furnace, you tune up like, like our souls, our souls need that attention too. And so that's what I've put together is a little soul tune-up. So there's a quiz that you can take that will help you identify which of your chakras most needs your attention right now. I do a lot of work with the chakras. And so that, and then that quiz um, will take you to some answers. So I also provide you with um, uh, all kinds of like, okay, this is the chakra that needs your attention. Here's how you give it attention. Here's what this chakra is all about. And so here's how you can now feed that chakra because we want to nourish, not just our, our physical being, but our energetic being requires, I'm going to say that again, it requires nourishment. And so that, that, that's, that's a, that's a part of a soul tune-up. You have to do that. I love that. And that's something that is applicable to so many people. Really, everybody needs that. So I invite all of our listeners to check that out because it will help you. I guarantee it. All you have to do is do it. Follow the link, take the quiz. And then there's also uh, part of that soul tune-up is a shamanic journey. Um, I will guide you on a shamanic journey to receive a gift that is uniquely yours to help you anchor into your highest and greatest destiny. That's magic. All right. I'm done recording for the day. I got to go do that right now. (laughs) Bye. Robin, I do really want to thank you for sharing this time and so much of your wisdom with us. And we definitely have to have a second part with more stories about Peru. That would be so much fun. Thanks for having me on today. I love hanging out with you. And I love hanging out with you. Talk soon. Thank you for listening to Witches, Bitches, and Dead People with Jamie Hearn. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in.